oh my gosh, you guys, I can't believe you fucking fell for the maggots in the pussy. It's not even fucking possible. That's, that's like an urban myth. It's like the girl that put the tuna on her pussy and let her cat eat it. And then she got magnets or the bitch that was going to get married and went to like 18 different uh, tanning salons and radiated her fucking ovaries into the size of raisins or the bitch that fucking broke a hot dog up her pussy when you're 12 years old and had to get it surgically removed. It's right up there with deeper and the fucking teacher. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Love you guys. Bye. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your host, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up, Wackerly? I know we're starting a little late tonight. But, yeah, we've got to get this show on the road. We, we, we got in some, the can. we got some business to take care of. I know you're coming all the way from Oakland to take care of some business here in the city. Right. So, um... Yeah, let's just let's start the show off. It's going to be a nice show because there's no disruption. My brother's not here talking over us. No disrespect. There's yeah, no like disrespectful statements and slander and hateful remarks. It's going to be just a show, just me and you, just kind of shooting the shit, drinking some beer. Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, speaking of which, how was your uh, weekend? I uh, had there was a birthday party I went to. I birthday smoked, party in Oakland. I smoked some weed. Did you really? Yeah. Did you freak out? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Like, By I myself. mean, freak out how? Like, put on a clown suit and go on a rampage or stabbing people with a steak knife? Or did no, you just I, crying in your closet? Yeah. No, I was posting it to the forum, my whole freak out. I didn't see that. What was the, <laughs> what was the header of the thread? It was in one of the pre-existing threads. I think it was a random thought thread. Oh, I'll have to go find that. Yeah. It was pretty good pot. I didn't freak out for a long time, but there was a good 20 minutes to, uh, who knows, I was stoned. Were you intoxicated when you smoked or was it during the day? Oh, no, I was intoxicated. It was like <laughs> two in the morning. When it sounds like it's a good idea. Uh, yeah. Pass yeah. it over here. The key was that I was by myself, so I didn't care that I was freaking out. Where'd I don't you, mind freaking out. Just I don't like freaking out. Weed? Yeah. Or did you go buy it? Did you seek it out? Yeah. I went and found a dealer <laughs> on the corner. No, somebody I know gave it to me. Do they even deal weed on the corner in Oakland? Yeah, they do. What's the point? You think they're, aren't there like pot shops everywhere? Uh, yeah, but if you don't have a pot card, you can't go to the pot shop. So you could just go up to, like, be like, yo, what's up, blood? Can I get a couple of trees? If I said that as a white person, <laughs> I could say that. I could have my face bashed in, too. And then they'd be like, Favo! <laughs> and just take off running. No, I think they just stomp me. <laughs> no, they, I mean, I don't think anybody just sells weed anymore, because the real money isn't crack and heroin. Diversification. But yeah, they'll have, yeah. They, I think the real dealers, they sell everything, right? Yeah, I, I too actually got quite drunk this weekend. I didn't smoke any marijuana, but I um, ended up getting pretty wasted. I went to, on Saturday night, I went to a birthday party that um, I didn't stay at very long, because mm-hmm. I had to go see Jesus Lizard over at the Fillmore. An amazing show. Remember that band? Yeah. An incredible band. Who else played with it? You know, Killdozer was supposed to open, but they canceled. So it was just Jesus Lizard. Didn't uh, the Butthole Surfers play this weekend? They also? played Friday night, but uh, it's I, like all the it's sold what, out. What do you even call all? Those, isn't all that music lumped 90s together? Nineties alt music, alt. like touch and go, like but it's alternative like alt metal, alt 
I think it's just alternative rock. But wouldn't you call R.E.M. alternative rock? And I don't certainly don't lump those bands in with R.E.M. Alternative hard rock. Hard rock. Because they're not metal. <laughs> yeah, Slayer. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it was, it, it was funny that you mentioned, though, 90s. Noise. Alt- it's like noise. Hard rock. Like, right? Kind of experimental, yeah, sort of. Yeah, sure. But uh, it was like stepping into 1996 for an hour and a half. There were a bunch of dudes like my age that had obviously seen Jesus Lizard like back in 94. When Did you wear a flannel? Club. You know, there are a lot of people wearing flannels <laughs> and still wearing the old Jesus Lizard shirts that they've had for like 14 years. Uh-huh. And it's like no longer black, but sort of it's gray. just kind of gray, yeah. like not even a gunmetal gray, just a faded, no, a gross faded gray. black gray. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there was a lot of that. But Jesus Lizard was amazing. We're gonna end the show uh, with one of my favorite Jesus Lizard songs, which is great. But what's funny about it is, so afterwards we go to this club opening, and by that point I was already kind of drunk. And at the club opening, there are a bunch of free drinks, and I just ended up just drinking too much. But in my mind, thinking I was competent enough like it's composed enough to still talk to girls and maybe get a bird to come back to my house mm-hmm. you know have you ever been to that to that point of just inebriation where you're kind of still have the confidence you know how like you have a couple drinks at the bar and you're like all right i'm loosening up i'm ready to go no yeah. inhibition so yeah. you know it's like i can go up and uh, chat with a girl but uh when you have like six drinks <laughs> you still kind of feel like that well, but you're not making arc. sense. It's an arc because you start out being feeling like a loser because that's your normal yeah, yeah. state. When you first, <laughs> yeah, when you when you're having your first drink, loser. You're like, I can't talk to these girls. And then as you get just, drunker and drunker, too hot for me. Then you feel like you get the confidence. She's she looking at me. She's looking. At, she's looking at me. <laughs> and actually, there's probably a point where you are drunk, so you have the confidence, but you still can talk. That's the key. But then you keep drinking. You still have the confidence. And now you can't talk. And then there's the point where you get so drunk that you realize you're an idiot. Put it this way. I was or so, the next day you you feel shame. I was so drunk that I couldn't remember the maxim, liquor before beer in the clear, beer before liquor, something, something. <laughs> I'll just take a shot of tequila. That's, okay. I, I mean, I was, I, was, I was at that point where Sleazy E, who was also really wasted, was like, Dude, just go like let's let's just go home. Fuck it, you know they're, they're, we're not going to get laid tonight, yeah. and this is just pointless. I was like, no, you go home. I'm staying. <laughs> so You're he, pointless. <laughs> he left, and I'm just still sitting at this club, just kind of like swaying on my feet precariously, yeah. trying to look at girls and smiling at them, but. <laughs> I mean, I and you're the, all dehydrated from the booze. Your <laughs> lips are sticking to your teeth. Well, engaged, that's a creepy smile. I remember, like one girl, like one of my techniques. I think I use was, "Do you have a light?" <laughs> it sounded like Bobcat Goldthwait, and I'm just like, I walk up to her, <laughs> lean forward to get a light, and almost fall on her. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, "I'm going home, dude. Fuck this." You girls, know, this is girls love cigarette breath. Uh, you know. <laughs> do this, like, "You have a light?" I think you're pretty. So anyway, to make a long story short, I end up coming home. And uh, I woke up on my shitter with a penthouse across my lap and my, I guess, pretty limp penis just in my hand. I passed out masturbating. Was it limp or was it not limp? Pretty limp. It was, <laughs> I, I was cupping balls in penis. It was limp. It was, <laughs> I was just like, it was just around my whole sack and dick. Uh-huh. It just kind of had the whole tool, the whole unit, you know, cupped. I was cupping. Right. But anyway, I was just passed out, and I had, like, you know, I woke up with just stiff neck. And was was like, your hand wet? I mean, because it could have fallen down in the toilet water. No, it was just, I was just holding onto my balls. <laughs> you know, I wasn't holding onto my dick. I was just holding onto my balls. But I was, like, passed out with my neck, like, you know, my head against the wall. Woke up, stiff neck, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, what, what happened? 
penthouse still on you know on my lap and then i come in here and i see notice that my computer is like pushed in a weird angle like i think i tried to turn it on but i couldn't figure out how to turn it on so i couldn't even manage to jerk off to the internet so i think i just saw wow, a penthouse that's pretty drunk yeah i saw a penthouse sitting around and i was just like you know what fuck it i'm going just back go. to the old technology <laughs> old technique and then i must have realized i had to shit and that's that's what alarms me i never ever 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 masturbate on the shitter some people do. Do you, what, 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 do you do that? No, I don't do that. <laughs> I, I think it's fundamentally wrong. I've masturbated in the shower. Everybody the, does the, that, Well, the right? shower, I mean, the shower I, actually is, is, is a great place to masturbate because it's convenient. You well, can jerk off the reason and you it masturbate, washes down the drain. I mean, the reason to masturbate in the shower is when you have, like, roommates. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but, but that's kind of gross, too. Do you masturbate on their soap? I tried to. <laughs> no, God, dude, I'm so glad we drain. had two separate bathrooms. It's the, <laughs> yeah, it's the when you you know it's the only truly private area of the house, and you have got like the shower running, so there's sort of background muffling noise. And you can, but but how are you going to bring in some visual stimuli other than a live woman in the shower? Uh, what, are you going to wrap your porn in like you know saran wrap or something no, like dude, waterproof? Come it? on, you just sit there you can't and figure go, it out. You just sit there, and go commando, and just like, all right, I'm just yeah, sometimes go commando, process. but you can, you know, aim the shower head away from the opening and like put the magazine to oh, the side. Oh, I think. So, yeah. But then, this but is then, pre-internet days. Okay, but then in that case, you're gonna have one. You're gonna be that guy with the porn magazines are all crumpled and weather beaten, and it's just. What like, are you gonna come over to my house and criticize no, my but porn it's magazine? Like, no, but it's soggy. like you know, as as your roommate, I'd be like, I wonder if Wackerly has any porn in here, and then I'd find it, and be like, Ah, what is he doing to this? Was he like rubbing oatmeal on his dick and sticking it in the magazine? It's gross. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you, but, but so anyway. It, it it kind of alarmed me that I was doing that. I was thinking, I wonder if I actually do secretly like masturbating on the shitter because I've you always only do it when you're so totally blotto. totally wasted, totally blotto. Because I think it sets a dangerous precedent because now you're associating defecation with masturbation, and, and I think that's how a fecophiliac is born. Mm -hmm. It bothered me all day on uh, Sunday because you kept like looking at the toilet and getting wood. <laughs> well, I kept looking at the toilet and feeling ashamed and kind of being like. I can't believe I did what I did to you. Ashamed but excited. <laughs> I, I, well, the I had chubs. I had chubs. <laughs> but you, you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking, though? I was at that point. I'm not I'm sitting on your toilet anymore. <laughs> never, never taking After a I shit violated here again. that toilet. I'll piss in it from a safe distance. You know, I was fucking lucky that I didn't have any Viagra. Because I was at the point where I probably had whiskey. I obviously had whiskey dick myself. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever just, like, been to the point where you're so drunk, you try to masturbate, and it's. You're like, you know, fucking whiskey dick, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you experience whiskey dick yourself. It's Right. Dude, the, the more and, I if, and if I can't figure out how to give myself a boner, no girl has any chance. Cause the, the, more, the more I think about it, I'm actually kind of getting depressed now <laughs> thinking about my uh, various character flaws. So, do anyway. You need, do you, maybe you need some Viagra. You know, if had I had maybe Viagra, maybe we should call that, Steel. Well, actually, yeah, Viagra Master. Maybe next week. But had I had Viagra, I probably... Would have taken it for sure, and then jerked off, and then who knows? I mean, would have woken up on the toilet with a boner. Well, your dick could have been caught between the seat and the rim. It's a lot of <laughs> there's like some gross there's a lot of old areas for worry there. Yeah, I don't know. I okay. mean, it could have been smashed. Enough. <laughs> you of could have had to go to the emergency room. <laughs> enough of what could have happened. You know, enough of my uh, my character flaws is depressing me. But what I want to talk well, about. Wait, I have one more question. Are you sure there's not like a mystery? 
splooge spots them in there that you Dude, haven't found? I I seriously analyze that bathroom like a fucking crime scene because like I was CSI. thinking, yeah, well, I was thinking my sister was coming over on Sunday Sunday night and I was just like, dude, that'd be so fucking embarrassing. And right. She goes to use the bathroom and she's like, dude, what is this? Oh my a god, big white crust on the handle. <laughs> I mean, I, I would never. Everyone would know. Oh it's yeah, like you know, yeah, well, dude, everyone would know. You would have right. found out from like six different people, right? So yeah, no, I analyzed that bathroom like CSI. Yeah, I had gloves on. Did you get the black light out? <laughs> just kind of no, there have been way too many cum stains. <laughs> you were just looking for cum stains visible through the naked eye. Yeah, which okay. I didn't see any. So I think I didn't actually reach climax on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm not, you know, a nascent fecophiliac. Maybe you just had one of those puff of air climaxes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what happened is you are pretty unhealthy. I think what happened is I was trying. To do it, and that the whiskey dick wasn't working. You know, finally the penthouse. I was like, ah, Did you knock on the back it. door? <laughs> <laughs> that supposedly helps. I'm not a professional masturbator. So anyway, <laughs> you know what I think? That I think the whole thing was, if I didn't have Viagra, I should have had some fetus soup. I'm not. You're not following, following me. Do you read about that? The Chinese eat baby soup for sexual prowess. I think I maybe saw the picture, but. I don't really pay attention when I read stories about Chinese people eating something. Or... Because you're like, that's a given? Yeah. You know, it's expected. Right. That or they eat fetus. Or feti. Japanese people will do it for art, right? Yeah. So you, you, Okay, so you, you're thinking that the Asian people, Asian people in general, right. Chinese, Japanese, yeah. Korean people, they Vietnamese, eat weird shit. Mong. And it's accepted. You're ex- you accept the fact that Vietnamese people eat weird shit. Yeah. Humans. Sure. See, see, with me, I was like, okay, this sparks my interest. I'm going to read this story. And this story is kind of circulating. I, I guess I maybe would have read it, but I, you know, it's more that I thought that I, it was an old story that I'd already read because it just seems so similar to many other things. Well, as soon as I, I eat or I read Chinese eat baby soup for sexual prowess, you think hoax. And right. I tried, I and there tried, was, remember, wasn't there a Japanese thing where there was like a video of a dude eating a baby? Yeah, just recently, but that was a that, maybe it that's wasn't what real baby. maybe that's what confused me. That like like I said, that was art. This is something that's supposedly a phenomenon. Well, you know, this is supposed supposedly from the it's a report from the Seoul Times, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, obviously they're trying to denigrate Chinese people, maybe mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't really know why you need to resort to libel to do that. Just put a picture <laughs> of this glorious guy. Chinese. Yeah, just put a picture of a couple people in mainland China with yeah. a you know a couple buckets with some babies floating in it. But anyway, it's it, as you said, it's like you know, a provocative news story like this will circulate throughout the tubes, and most people are like, "Yeah, Chinese people, I don't, yeah, they probably do eat babies." You know, <laughs> yeah. no one's thinking. It's like you know, yeah. It's, Why didn't it, I think of that? <laughs> I should have written this article. <laughs> so it says some of the Chinese people are known to be eating babies, and the news circulated through the internet is uh, currently shocking the world, which I find. You know, it's more shocking is that Chinese people are eating anything. <laughs> It's fucking starvation, <laughs> third world over there. A town in the southern province of uh, Canton, Guangdong, is now on trend taking baby herbal soup to increase the overall health and stamina and the power of sexual performance. Did you say particular. baby Urkel? Herbal. <laughs> that show Family Matters? <laughs> that would be funny. Baby Urkel. Little black babies with uh, horn room glasses. <laughs> and I do that. They say the cost of a... Uh, Recently, a freshly, I don't know, drowned baby corpse is $4,000. Now, are these the female babies that are unwanted? 
that's that's that, that that's the supposition. Uh-huh. That's what they're saying. That's right. what they're implying here is that uh, that they that you know Chinese people have a law. Which I wonder, do they still have that law, or is that an urban myth? Which law? That you can only have two kids. Oh, I think they still have that law. They still have that law. I think and maybe now a male there's a there now, I, and I think it was it wasn't two kids. It was one kid. <laughs> oh, you can only have one. That's what the law was. I think that now the only thing that's it's been modified. So if you are live in a certain area or you know are a certain amount of have a certain amount of success you can like pay to have another or something wow so you're only allowed to have one so you obviously it's you know their their goal is to have a male child oh yeah so then the female Wouldn't be? <laughs> well the female child children must be um part of the baby soup right i imagine the female and even if you even if you uh you know you balk at eating a baby you know the chinese eat a lot of fish <laughs> And if they're throwing all these female babies in the river, the fish are eating the babies, and you're eating the baby once removed. Well, do, have you ever seen the uh, like seafood soup? You ever order seafood soup at a Chinese restaurant? No, Vietnamese it's restaurant? disgusting. It, it's so miscellaneous. How you, would you how would you know? You who won't <clears throat> get a seven layer burrito because you think the eighth layer is going to become no. The Taco I don't Bell? order seafood soup. Okay, because that's why it. I don't order. Yeah, seafood I've seen it, soup. and it's like you get these miscellaneous sea creatures that you've never even heard about. It's like, right. is that even a tentacle? Is that a penis? Or is that like you know a tusk? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. So that's why I'm saying it's like they chop up a baby and put it in their seafood soup. You probably have no idea. Yeah, they say it's a delicacy. I mean, is they this river rat or baby? I don't know. <laughs> they say it's a delicacy whereby expensive herbs are added to boil the baby with chicken meat for eight hours. Uh, this factory manager was interviewed, and he he testified that it's effective because he's a frequent customer. He buys a lot of baby soup. Effective he, for what? Sex. Oh, I missed that part. It's supposed to be a sexual enhancer. It's a stimulant, yeah. Sexual performance increases oh. sexual performance. So, so he, it's not a uh, aphrodisiac. It's a sexual and performance enhancer for man. This guy is drinking baby soup no, to get it's a kind boner. of like a vampire. <laughs> a Chinese vampire. He pointed to his second wife, who's 19. He's 62 years old. Shit. Testified that they have sex every day. Every day, 60-year-old man. That's not that old. Dude, that's better than Viagra. <laughs> that's better than Viagra. Feed a soup. Every day? Every day. Are you not supposed to take Viagra every day? Is it every other day thing? Well, no, I'm just saying. It's like a lot of people on Viagra can't perform to that level. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never taken it. But I assume it's expensive to eat baby soup. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It says so about that's why he has that's why he has a nineteen year old girlfriend, not because he's some demon in the sack. No, because because he's wealthy. Right. Uh, after waiting for a couple of weeks, he actually took the reporter of this article to the restaurant. Uh, when he was he was informed by the restaurant Did he manager fuck her? That, the, <laughs> that he informed he was informed by the restaurant manager that the spare rib soup, which is local co- code for baby soup, is uh, now available. Long pig, long pig. That's what uh, cannibals call humans, <laughs> especially wa- whiteies. Long pig? Yeah, long pig. Didn't we just do a story like that guy called in New Zealand? In. Yeah. That guy called in and said that he'd met a cannibal, and that he, he mentioned that she called him a long pig. Long pig because he's white or something. <laughs> yeah. oh, so they say the baby who is uh, close to being born and dies naturally costs about $2,000 in uh, Chinese currency. Those aborted ones cost a few hundred. Uh, couples who do not want to sell the dead babies, placentas can also be accepted for a couple of a uh, hundred dollars. So I don't well, know. that's a good reason. You know, they're just going to throw the placenta out anyways. Well, so they're saying here that these. Some, I've crimes, seen people eat that in the United States. Yeah, and it's, I think it's like a Spanish delicacy. I think I've read. Uh, I think it's just more of a the dad's supposed to eat it for good luck. 
Like That's make disgusting. it into an omelet or something? Jewish people would never do that. What does your dad do with the foreskins? Okay. The foreskins <laughs> are different. That's not placenta, dude. It's go- foreskin kosher, placenta not kosher. <laughs> Got it. It's like ham. <laughs> uh, the heinous crimes rise from the fact that the majority of Chinese people prefer to have male babies, and the poor families end up selling their female babies. The female Live or are, dead? I guess dead. Well, huh? Dead or alive. And then uh, they're made into baby soup. So the, the reason I'm bringing this up is I think this is a hoax. Obviously, perpetuated to denigrate China, spread right. vicious rumors. I mean, obviously... Right. It's a common imperial you know, quality of the West world to belittle yeah. the third world and make them seem backward but the, it is within the realm of possibility well like, they are if, backward but, but i mean if it was like the u.s you'd be like dude yeah right i don't believe that but chinese you know chinese people you're like well it is mainland china and uh you know they they slaughtered dogs with sticks <laughs> on a regular basis and all the other horrific things that we've discussed here on the show that chinese yeah. people do i wish it- china never went through the great uh whatever the cultural revolution did they yeah. <laughs> I mean, when they all went to communism, because they got rid of all the religion, right? Think how much crazy shit would be going on in China if they still had that, like, polytheistic religion. Yeah, I couldn't even, I couldn't so even imagine. The cults. Yeah. So, so this brings me to an interesting point that I think merits discussion before we get into doing some more stories here. What length are you willing to go to to achieve an erection? Like, how far are you willing to go? Like, let's say, this hypothetical, it's a thought experiment here. Uh-huh. Let's say... You're unable to achieve an erection because you're impotent. You're maybe you had like a, maybe you're 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 overweight and you're old. Maybe you had an accident, a car accident, or something, mm-hmm. and you're stricken impotent and you can't get a boner. Viagra is not is not on the market. There's no such thing as Viagra. But yet this Chinese guy who works at the butcher shop down the street is like, if you eat baby, mm-hmm. you'll get boner for six hours. And he gives me a free sample and it really works. He just gives you a chunk of leg or something. And it works. That's what I'm saying. So it's proven to me not, not to be a hoax. Yeah. Would you do it? Would you eat human flesh to achieve a boner? And my dick doesn't get bigger. I just get a boner. No, yeah, you, dude, you're not going to be like a girl at John Holmes, like Ron <laughs> Jeremy Cock, like donkey dong. Oh, I'm going to have to think about it then. You're just going to get hard. Hard enough to be able to fuck mm. your, your you know, mouth-breathing fed. <laughs> and uh, do, can I never, get, I can never get hard without it? Or just once in a while I have a problem? Um, you have, you have great difficulty. <laughs> That's hard to say. And I don't know where the babies come from. You look from. at your it's an fat unknown. wife's ass in that gingham skirt and you're just like, horny I as hell. <laughs> can't get it up. She's shoving like six pounds of ho-hos in her mouth. Uh-huh. But if you eat like a you little, have a, if you, eat you a have a super toe. broken view of domestic life. You know that, right? <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Look at look you at my to, look at my relationship a, past. You okay, need to see a therapist. <laughs> That's why I do sick and wrong with you. You've got you've got female <laughs> issues, family issues, and food issues all wrapped into one. And we we haven't even broached the subject of lavatories and <laughs> masturbation. No, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. If sick and wrong people want to donate to anything, it's to your therapy fund. <laughs> All right, but quit evading the issue on hand. Okay, these are important. Any like any thought experiment, I need to figure out. All okay, the you details. can get a boner sometimes. All right, <laughs> sometimes you can get a fucking boner. Then I wouldn't take it. You wouldn't take it. No, not if it's just like every once in a while I have a problem, so some child has to die, <laughs> so I can always have sex. No, okay, but you. If get... I could never get hard, 
then I'm starting to consider it. Now I want to say... Well, let's say you're 50 years old. 50 years old, mid- middle of the road, sort of. 45. Mm-hmm. Middle of the road. And you can... Su- I don't know. It's occasionally you'll be able to get an erection. I just you told you. If I can occasionally porn. get an erection, then I'm just going to say, you know, I don't really like going to that Chinese butcher shop. Anyways, <laughs> it fucking smells. <laughs> they're the ducks with the heads on them staring at me. I'm pretty sure there's like, he's selling rats in that case at the end. Uh, no, I'm not going to take it. But if you could never get an erection. If I could never it. get an erection, but this got me an erection. Now I'm seriously thinking about it. Thinking or would do it? Um, well, where do the, do I know where these babies come from? No, it's just Chinese, you assume they're Chinese babies. Chinese babies. And are they market. clearly fetuses that were never viable or were aborted? Or are these like toddlers? No, no, they're, they're fetuses. They're children. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd I'd do drowned I would do it. I would do it. I would do it. It's not like there's a baby mill, you know, that's being funded by my cock. Well, you know what's interesting is what's interesting about. What I find fascinating about Viagra and the, the fact that people take Viagra is how important getting an erection actually is to a dude. I'm vegetarian, and I would eat the fuck out of a fetus if I couldn't get a boner. Well, this is my question about Viagra and another reason to call steel. Does Viagra, is it like that your libido's high, but you just can't get a boner? Or is it you can't get a boner and your libido's low? Because I'm a very selfish person. If my libido's not high, I don't give a fuck. I'm not shelling out $10 per pill. I think it's physiological. I think that's why people start Yeah, but libido's physiological, too. Yeah, but I think libido also can have societal factors. I think libido is affected by your your moods, your emotions, your right. marital status. I think you're physiologically, it's like, okay, I'm a big fat ass, and uh, I have difficulty getting an erection because I, I have difficulty pumping blood into my arteries, uh-huh. you know? But I mean, dude, seriously, Viagra, more than 20 million men around the world use it regularly. One mm. out of every five men over, five men over 40 has tried it. But and there's this there's this conventional image of a, like this lecherous old dude and he takes the Viagra and he's like chasing, you know, he's like becomes Benny Hill and he's chasing these <laughs> hot broads around. But I don't know if that's the case. I think it's more guys that if the thing didn't exist, they would just suffer quietly and you know, take up their hobby of fly tying for fly fishing or stamp collecting or whatever. But now this thing's out there and their wives are pressuring them and they feel embarrassed. And that's why they're taking See, it. But it's not, it's not a, they're not coming from a position of like dirty old man. They're coming from like a position of hempecked, non-confident old okay, man. Okay. So in that philosophy, you're saying, all right, I'm 60 years old. I just want to go fly fishing. I want to watch Matlock. I don't want to fuck my wife. Yeah. See, I, I, I beg to differ because we've done stories where women are like, I was repeatedly raped by my husband because he kept taking Viagra. Dudes are, dudes are horny. So, okay. Well, I, I wasn't saying either way. I just thought I suspected that. I, so well, you, you, you think that the libido is high and it's just purely like, my dick won't get hard. I think, I think it's like a physiological uh, um, ailment. Can you come without your dick being hard? I don't know, but I think it'd be difficult. Hmm. So here's a couple stats about that. I mean, how would you even test that? I don't. I mean, obviously, I couldn't on Saturday night, or my toilet would have been covered in my ball milk. Um, I guess you're right. Yeah, but I, I mean, when you're that, believe drunk, me, you can't, I gave you it the college try. I you don't, you co- don't know what you did. You woke no. up on the toilet with your dick in your hand. You don't no, know. What you I, did. I remember being extremely disappointed in myself. You like, might have God. been. You might have been trying to stuff your dick in your own asshole. I mean. <laughs> 
The toilet yeah. would be good for that. But I remember being disappointed in myself and being like, man, Whiskey Dick, I really want you to perform this evening. And just <laughs> you're just being like in everything about this But you situation. were just completely messed up and, in, and unable to do anything. I'm saying if you're completely sober, but there was something where your dick wouldn't get hard, if you could rub your soft dick enough that the, ju- the, the magic juice would come out and you would have an orgasm. I don't think you're going to stimulate all the, uh, you know, uh, the essential organs <laughs> to shoot out your ball milk. I think you, I think you need to do that. I, I think you need the you blood have down to be there. Hard. I think you need Viagra. Like, okay. b- b- here's right. a stat. Percentage of time Viagra use results in sex. 66% of the time. You take a Viagra. 66% of the time it works every you get time. Sex. <laughs> well, no, what, what I wonder about, though, what's the other 34% of the time? Is it just like, well, okay, I guess my dick's just not going to work ever at all? Or is no, it like, I think the wife shuts you down. And so then you're just stuck walking around with a boner being I don't like, think they're counting masturbation in that sex statistic. Oh, okay. So this is just like, you know, straight up, you know, sex with your wife or your girlfriend. Right. She says, I have a headache. I have to take the pill. And then you go to the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Secret lover. Or, you know, you, you throw in your VHS copy of Murder, She Wrote. So here's a, here's a number of times. Oh, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> I love the redheads. You're revealing too much. So Wagerly. sexy. You don't even want to be in the same room when you're watching Golden Girls. Uh, percentage of men who suffer at least one side effect while using Viagra, 48%. Um, does that include it's alarming, like zipping your dick into your zipper or, you know, chafing or is it like heart related side effects? No, it's full on teen wolf, dude. You grow a few hair. You're like playing basketball. Everyone's staring really? at you. Cause no. I don't have a Halloween costume yet. Could I just take a bag <laughs> and be teen wolf with a boner? Yeah. Uh, boner so- <laughs> teen wolf. <laughs> Who's that hairy pervert running around the basketball court? <laughs> Uh, riding on top of the ice cream truck. <laughs> Side Did effects include uh, <laughs> Side effects include headache, flush skin, anxiety. Uh, some people can get priapism, which is a painful prolonged erection that may require medical intervention. Well, that's what they always say in the ads, you know. Got if, if erection lasts for longer than 8 hours, consult your physician. Uh, you know, I'd never want to go there. I never want to go there. Finally here, decline in erectile function for every decade increases in for every decade increase in age is 12%. So 12% erectile dysfunction increase. So by the time you're like 70, that's like a 48%, 50% erectile dysfunction. Right, but that's a statistic. That's not talking about no. in the average male. That's talking about a group of 1,000 males. You know, Some of them die. Some of them lose boner capabilities at, at the age of 24. You know, I'm, I'm not espousing Viagra for everyone. I think if you just, you know, don't drink alcohol, don't smoke, eat healthy, you can have a long sex life, which means you and I are fucked. And the, or we'll I think, not be fucked. And you and I will either have to resort to eating fetus or taking Tongue Viagra. depressor. Vibrator. <laughs> we could do that, but I think it's like eventually... This is why, why do you think I have such an interest of, if I can't get a boner, there's ways to get a girl off. Yeah, but dude, I'm not. But talking can I about get it. myself <laughs> off if I can't get a boner? I couldn't care less about getting the girl off. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about getting a boner. Well, you want to have a girl around? This is this is the point of my question. Can I? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> can oh, I I'm... rub myself to dick and get, and have an <laughs> orgasm? No, I don't think you can. Then that sucks. Yeah, I think you're you're going to be baby at that. You're point. in the same boat with me. You're going to be eating baby. I think actually all male listeners to this podcast will be eating baby eventually. And yeah. By that, it's a 
euphemism for Viagra. Speaking of dicks. How do you know? Viagra's probably made of Chinese babies. I mean, have you ever seen any movie over the past 10 years? It's always an evil corporation <laughs> chopping up babies to do something. Just grinding up babies into Every little fucking blue movie. diamonds. Every fucking movie. That's the plot now. Yeah, well. Uh, so it must be true. It's not that all, all that Art reflects real life, right? <laughs> so speaking of uh, dicks and uh, sexual dysfunction... Um, do you know that uh, this month is uh, Cockering Month over at AdamEve.com? I heard that. Actually, I think it's Cockering Month at Sick and Wrong, but AdamEve.com is where you get the Cockerings. Cockerings can help you maintain an erection, but they're not going to give you an erection. So. No, but this is what I'm saying. You know, snort a bunch of fetus, uh-huh. and then uh, just then shove on a cockering, cock and you got a, you, you got a boner for hours. And if you keep that cockering on for like two weeks, you don't have to buy another fetus for two weeks, right? Yeah, but your dick might go gangrene. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> and then it, it kind of uh, lessens the effectiveness of the cock ring. But who knows? Because you have gangrene on your dick? Well, you have this, like, you know, old blood that hasn't circulated in about two weeks, and <laughs> your penis will fall off. You got zombie dick. You got zombie dick, okay? Uh-huh. All right. So anyway, go buy yourself a cock ring at adamandeve.com. Right now, use the code word DIDDLE. Upon checkout, you get 50% off any item, so that's 50% off your cock rings. That's, that's a great idea. And next week will be the final week of cock Of cock ring, yeah, at the cock ring warehouse. Uh, and then not only do you get 50% off, you get three free adult DVDs, and you get a free extra central gift, and they even throw in free shipping for those cock rings. So it's, it's, it's or gonna... anything else, but especially for the cock ring. Yeah, I mean, if you want a cock ring... You'll get free shipping for the cock ring. But if you want, like, a butt plug, you'll also get free shipping for the butt plug. Right. But, because what, I mean, cock ring month kind of leaves our lesbian listeners out in the cold. They don't need a cock ring. Yeah, they don't. But they could put it on their tongues. I don't really think that would work or even make any sense. I'd like to see that. I think, <laughs> I, I put, think I've developed a new They could put it on their strap-on, but it would be purely ornamentation. But that's, yeah. you know... Girls like ornamentation. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's, why not? It's, it's sparkling. You get glitter cock rings. So um, th- there you go. Go to adamandeve.com. 50% off the first item. Free shipping. Just use diddle for offer code upon checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. That's our sponsor here. So why this is episode 197 of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. You did a story about a deformed English retardo hand person <laughs> i kind of sounded like bob fossil there okay yeah. you did a story about a retarded person who has deformed hands uh, bad teeth person with the things on the it's, arms that are deformed it's the long winding man with the hands you know yeah that didn't sound that didn't come out right okay so you you did the person with the deformed retard all right and uh, i did a story Suspected about retard because who else would do that yeah, yeah, but I think she was special. Uh, I did a story about the El Cerrito Slasher. I won episode 196 with 242 votes. You came in second with 125. But to be honest, I'm not the real winner of last week's show. Jews mm, aren't known for their honesty, are they? The real, list, the real winner of last week's show is Rachel Bedwetten. Bedwetten? Bedwetten. <laughs> Bedwetten. Bedwetten. <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name. Bedwetting. It looks like no. It looks like bed wet, wedding, like bedwetting. Okay, but Rahil bedwetting. If it looks like bedwetting and it's moist like bedwetting, it's probably bedwetting. <laughs> it's bed. Ra- okay, it's the roster bedwetting guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Okay, so Rahil sent an email uh, to Facebook saying, "D, you did that story already. 
And I was like, what? I mean, I was kind of shocked. And I was like, really? Yeah. The El Cerrito Slasher, you guys did that story in episode six. That was in 2006. February of 2006. Wow. Almost four fucking years ago. He's like an archivist. It's amazing to me that someone could, 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 could know this. You know, could actually figure out. So, Rah- Is this kid Indian? Rahil Bedouin? Yeah. Maybe I actually because it's, it's like it's like the spelling bee champs, you know, that like can remember how to spell like a fourteen letter word that you've never heard before, and maybe he's you know he's very good at this uh, memorization. <laughs> well, you know, I, I actually think his name codification. I think his name sounds kind of like a really good strand of marijuana. Like, yeah, I was smoking some Rahil Bedretenden. <laughs> <laughs> Got so fucked up, but no, okay. You know what? I want to right now. Issue a mea culpa. Not, not only to you, Raheel, but to all of our listeners. I am formally disqualified. I forfeit uh, the victory. I lost last week's show. Mm-hmm. Raheel is the winner of last week's show for pointing this out to me. And we had a number of people, like probably 60 people wrote in. Yeah, I still love the story, but uh, you guys did this before. <laughs> but what was interesting is Raheel pointed out that... Uh, It was your story. It was your article. And I went back Uh and listened to that episode. You did it from a sling blade perspective. Whereas Uh I presented the story with a little more detail because obviously it's in trial right now. Right. I look at everything in life. A red dragon perspective. I look at everything in life from a sling blade perspective. Dude, you have such a damn good Carl impression. Like people, like if you haven't already listened to episode six, go back and listen to Wackerly's dead on Carl sling blade expression. I don't think I'd hit puberty yet. I'd like to think, Evan, you, you know, <laughs> the, that hasn't dance. slipped away. I'd like to think you still have that. You know, you can pull it out every now and then. We get a story that reminds you of that fine, fine film. But, you know, I, I don't want to justify what I did, okay? I apologize to you, the listeners, for having to do that, listen to that story twice. And, Raheel, you are the winner. We're going to send you a uh, new Sick and Wrong t-shirt. So um, you can pat yourself on the back for that. And I'm sorry to ruin your day because I can imagine he sent the email at like 7 o'clock you know, the, the story had been out for like four hours. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? He's just sitting there, you know, like ready to masturbate to the sweet sounds of Dean Lance. And he's like, but I've heard this story before. Rip off. God, dude. Spitting out the chunks of fetus. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, you know, it's but I don't want to justify it. But all I want to say is these old episodes have like faded way back in the recesses of our minds. Like, do you ever go back and even think about any of those old episodes? No. I mean, I hardly remember. Sometimes I fantasize about how we used to be able to smoke in this old studio, but that's about it. But you know, those those old shows, we didn't even have phone calls because we didn't even have enough fans for that. We, I think, we did like one email. The show was like twenty five minutes long, <laughs> <laughs> and the, even the sound quality is is pretty bad. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like those those things are you know repressed memories. We don't think about it. So obviously, it wasn't on the forefront of my mind. And I'm like, okay, we've done this story before. Right. You know, it's, it's stuff that I buried way we need back. To, we need to make some type of a tracking database, but who am I kidding? That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, tracking database. <laughs> With keywords <laughs> I, that you I, can search. I couldn't imagine that would ever. Wackily, when's the last time you updated the fucking website? Other than the show. Uh, other than the show? The current show. What is that? What is updating the show, Chop Liver? <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's important. It's necessary. It's integral to the uh, promotion Don't of the podcast. Don't fuck with me, D. Simon. <laughs> I'm saying, what's the last time I'll, you Because like... <laughs> I'll form a union. I'll form the website update our union, and we will fucking go on strike. 
All right, all right. I, I, Actually, I moved a bunch of the shows to the archive page just a couple weeks ago. So fuck you. Okay, I, I retract that statement, and I'm, I'm having to apologize to everybody. So Raheel, you know my heartfelt apologies go go out to you. It's hard to ruin your day. Thanks for pointing that out. You won yourself a sick and wrong T-shirt. Send me an email, please. And uh, finally, here uh, just a quick, or uh, not just a summation of episode 196 to answer the question on everyone's mind. Yes, my brother got his PlayStation Three. I can't believe it. I, th- I thought amazed. he was being scammed. I'm shocked. For sure. No, he got his PlayStation 3 on, uh, on Tuesday. Mm. So there you I go. I have to go over there and play it now, though. In yeah, his, I'll have in to his go cave. Check it out. Just watch out for the roofies. <laughs> People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works. Rack and I comb the internets for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show. Audience votes. When it gets case of beer, we also throw in a wild card with a listener submission, which you can send to Sick and Wrong Podcast at hotmail.com. Well, actually, I believe you started last week, so let me kick off episode 197 with my story. Well, I assume that um, you were circumcised in a hospital. I don't have any memory of it, but I'm going to assume the same thing. So you weren't, I'm assuming just because, uh, you know, you're a a relatively cultured lad, I'm assuming that your father didn't take you back in the shed and do it himself. Once again, I don't remember it, but I would think that that would be something I would remember. Yeah, you'd probably be traumatized from it. Probably. You'd probably be jerking off on toilet seats. But you think I'd be traumatized, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) You think I'd be traumatized just from being circumcised, but I'm not. Yeah, I don't remember it. Neither am I. I think they do. They do it right when you come out. Well, that, that's how the Jews do it within a few days. The baby but hole. Not when you're a complete mental case that lives in Vancouver. Then mm. you wait till your kid's four and you do it yourself with a razor. Yeah, it's it, it's falling out of fashion, you know. Yeah, no, I've I've read about that. Even since the last show, that when we did that circumcision show, I think a lot of people, I'd say, majority of people in the world are not circumcised. And even Americans, I think, there's becoming more and more. How do you feel about when you watch uh, pornography on, like, porn or something, and you see a guy that's uncircumcised? The dog dick? Yeah. Are you disgusted by it? No, not really. Do you, I, don't do think I'm, I don't think I would circumcise my kids. And I think I'm reversing myself. I think you asked me this on a previous podcast, and I said, yeah, because I'm circumcised. But I think now, I don't think so. Goddamn liberal hippie. <laughs> Always knew it. Get out! Goddamn Zionist <laughs> Jew bastard! <laughs> You're going to Jew hell. But you know That's well, really I mean, okay, honestly that I don't want my kid to be mistaken for a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty heap. He still looks like Mel Brooks, but <laughs> wait, no, he's not circumcised, so he's not. Yeah, exactly. Uh so but most Brit ceremonies are performed in a family's house. So it's not like everyone's circumcised in the hospital. Right, with a cigar chopper. It, it's kind of like it's a festivist for the rest of us. Like, hey, we're all having a good time. Yeah. Eating matzo ball soup and uh, you know, apple kugel. But the kid's getting a piece of his Dick cut off, but by an actual surgeon, not his dad who's drunk on wine. Is the Moyle a surgeon? Does he have like a, de- most, a medical most degree? Most are doctors. Okay, yeah. all right. So a Vancouver area man has been convicted of criminal negligence causing bodily harm for a botched amateur circumcision he attempted How on hard is his really? four-year-old son. Well, apparently he did a little research on the internet <laughs> to find out how to do it, and uh, he I sent away he just... for some special instruments. But apparently it didn't work. I think you don't you just pull it out and cut it off? I mean, I, is the botching that he cut the tip of the kid's dick off? 
I think the botching is that he was wasted and the kid was kind of wasted. And uh, Well, let me get the story <laughs> okay, here. Sorry. Okay, so he learned about circumcision on the internet, sent away for special instruments, which I'm surprised it didn't alert his wife. Like, I'm surprised his wife would be like, you're going to do what to our son? Oh, she probably didn't know. I'm not down. She, you know, I'm, I'm picturing divorced. Getting divorced. Divorced and he has visitation rights, but he's a, <laughs> he just lost them. Yeah. So the court heard that he put his son on the floor on some clean garbage bags and some towels uh, with Band-Aids and a veterinary powder used to stop bleeding standing by. He then drugged his young son with a bottle of wine and told Jesus him to lie juice. still. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020, same thing. <laughs> but he apparently jerked during the procedure, causing the man's hand to slip and cutting a, a huge section of the foreskin off. So... You know, his kid's drunk. What are you supposed to do? The the, the thing I, I noticed about this is Band-Aids and veterinary powder. Really? Uh, doesn't seem like it was very well thought out. But more, more thought out than I expected, though. So it's kind of weird. But still, it's just not a good bonding experience with your father. Like, you know, <laughs> fishing, yes. Band-Aids, veterinary powder, and circumcision, no. 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 I wonder what he told the kid he was doing. I don't know. Kids four, four. When you're four years old, we're gonna you, play a game. It's just like, what are we playing? Oh, the cut my dick, a piece of my yeah. dick off game. Yeah, Dad, what are you doing with the garbage bags and the razor? This kid's gonna need therapy too. I think so too. Surgery is required to remove hardened layers of the veterinary blood stopping material, which is caked on top of the boy's damaged penis. Now, um, what is this veterinary blood stopping material? I think it's just some coagulant that they stick on the penis. Cause it, could, could I like fill my girlfriend's underwear with it at that time of the month and not to deal with her bullshit? <laughs> what you're just saying, like instead the instant tampon, tampon powder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I, she I, still I, would have the premenstrual syndrome. I kind of like that, though. Wackerly's magic tampon powder. <laughs> Dude, this is a good thing for us tomorrow. Don't, don't say anything more about it. What? Go. Okay. Nothing was mentioned. said. What are you talking about? I don't want to give out any more good ideas. Uh, there's also, uh, they had to do extensive surgery to repair the damage from the botched circumcision to prevent permanent disfigurement, which is doubtful. So this kid's going to have a permanently disfigured member. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess you could say <laughs> rough. I guess you could say all circumcised penises are permanently disfigured. That's what I'm thinking. That's Damn what I'm you, saying. Damn you, Jehovah. That's what I'm thinking. Damn you, Rabbi Dad. <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, you know, I think I think my circumcised penis is beautiful. I don't care. I mean, I'm put it back. Put your pants <laughs> back on. No, but <laughs> okay, but people can say that. But let's just say your dad did something like this to you, permanently disfigured your penis. Would you seek revenge? Would you be hell bent on revenge? Would you be able to sleep at night knowing that that man, at four years old or at a later age? 16, when you look down at your dick that's cut in half, it looks like... And every like, time I take a girl back to my dorm room, she, she cracks screams. up or screams. Yeah, it would be ve- revenging time. I don't, I don't know if I would just, like, you know, threaten him with, like, a nursing home at age 60. No, I wouldn't want to wait that long. So I, would, would I would take... go full on Arnold Schwarzenegger, face paint in, you know, the movie Commando. You'd take out... him down. Or Raw Deal. <laughs> raw Deal, that's a better example. Predator. Raw Deal. <laughs> Because raw deal is kind of, you know, he gets a raw deal and then he goes and finds the dudes who burned him. That's well, This is more like that. Actually, I'm going to go back and watch that movie because I forgot about that and it's awesome. So I'd score this article kind of high. I'd almost give this five stars because it's a disgusting thing. He traumatized right. his son. He 
permanently disfigured his son. Yeah. But then I thought He's about it. He's just trying to maintain the covenant, though. But then I thought about it. Well, they said he has Hebrew beliefs. Isn't that what your dad kept saying? Jewish. It's a covenant. It's a covenant, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't even want to know. What does that mean? I don't That's know. Like it's saying, like saying, it's a jelly bean. It's a jelly bean. <laughs> Wait, why do we do this? Because it's a jelly bean. What does covenant mean? I think it's like he and a God. A promise to God? Yeah, he and this God. This is me and God's magic jelly bean that we share. <laughs> I think he and God, like, you know, spit on their hands, made like a little pinky promise or something. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, don't I, don't I don't know. But my question is... I was hoping is, for more of an explanation. How unnatural is natural circumcision? Because what about natural childbirth? People have kids in their own homes. Uh-huh. You know, and they hire some fat midwife to come in there and clip the cord of the pair of scissors. Right. So, well, everybody does natural childbirth. That, Even in the hospitals, they do natural childbirth. But is it really? But I mean, people do have have children. They don't always go to a hospital necessarily. They can just have a kid. Yeah, but even in the hospital, in it's room. natural. They don't give the woman drugs unless there's emergency. Yeah, but hey, do you watch I, Mad Men? I've seen it before a couple yeah. times. Yeah, it used to be so much better. Why? Because because you just bring you would your whole thing was you drove your wife to the hospital and that was it, and then you sit in the waiting room and drink scotch the whole time. And uh, they drug the shit out of your wife, and the doctors, you know, pull the fucking baby out, and they go, it's a boy, and you smoke cigars with all the other dads in the waiting room, and then it's over. But now... Now you gotta fucking be in there with the video camera, and you're fucking... You gotta go to Lamaze classes for, like, three yeah, months. Yeah, but, okay, but let's say... And your wife's calling you a bastard, and you got, you know, and, and you're looking at her totally distended pussy, <laughs> and as she's squeezing the baby out, pieces of shit are coming out of her ass... And you got to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you for the Put it gift. this way, though. It sucks. Put it this way. If you were the woman, the pregnant woman, would you be like, you got to watch this. You got to sit and you got to watch this. You got to watch this car accident. You got to stare at my distended vagina. Right. Yeah, I would. But you're you're imagining me like, what would I do if I was on the other team? I'm just saying I, I would be vindictive. I mean, that's too. like I'd you know, if you were too. if you were in Germany and were a Nazi, wouldn't you love Hitler? Yeah. But don't ask me to, you know. I prefer it. I prefer it back in the day. I'd like go to the strip club, have a couple of drinks, come back, it's all done. Baby's you know, here, baby. Hello, you know? son. Drive home in your gigantic car without seatbelts. Why do you smell like shitty perfume? I don't know what you're talking about. No, <laughs> I would cover it up with scotch and cigars at that point. Why do you smell like scotch and cigars? Because I always smell like this so every day. What I'm saying about this story is. If people can have a natural childbirth in their home or whatever, yeah. whatever they do, like Amish people, is it that unnatural to have a natural circumcision for a dad to want to circumcise his kid? Back in the day, Abraham, you know, in the Bible, used to use like a rock to do it. <laughs> a sharp rock. A flint. <laughs> a sharp rock. <laughs> um, what about a magnifying glass with like the sun in the desert and just burn it off? Uh, That's but, but I mean, the moil... Why doesn't the why isn't the kid jerk? Why didn't you hear about more moil accidents? Because there's another guy holding the kid down, right? You know, usually the kid. Yeah, they're holding the, kid the kid's down, younger, but but there's a guy. There's, a, there's plus, another guy holding the kid. And not to the mention, guy. Why was this guy doing it solo? He needed like a backup. You know, well, uh, because assistant. Any any person in their sane state of mind would have been like, I'm calling the cops. You, you can't find bastard. you can't find one other nutty person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He wasn't that cold. So on the second wrong star scale, I'm going to give this. A four point five. Um, I don't think the kid's dick is that messed up because they don't like mention that like you know the head of his penis is gone or anything. Well, dude, they don't say it looks like Belial, <laughs> but they say it's disfigured. It looks, looks like a sandworm from Dune. It's got it like it looks like Pinhead from Hellraiser. 
Uh, Freddy Krueger yeah. penis? I don't know. <laughs> but no, it's just figured. I'm going to give it a 3.75. You're a cruel bastard. What do you have for episode 197? Well, this story relates to, um, you know, just how fucked up the rest of the world is, especially the third world, kind of like the China thing we were talking about. And you know, this but it takes a- place in Nigeria. This is a very international sick and wrong episode. You know, we we discussed yeah. China. It's the episode where we belittle all other nations, especially one <laughs> nation's less fortunate than us. Yeah, well, is that unusual? Um, and there's a reporter from the her name's Catherine Aureld, and she went to Nigeria to see what was going on down there, and uh, she saw a nine year old boy laying on a blood stained hospital sheet, crawling with ants which is typical sanitary conditions for a Nigerian hospital, staring blindly at the wall. And I bet you people were betting on how long it was going to take for those ants to eat the kid. Yeah. No, that's not the point of the story. Anything goes on in Nigeria, though. That's why. Here's what really had gone on. His family pastor had accused him of being a witch, and his father then tried to force acid down his throat as an exorcism. It spilled as he struggled, burning away his face and eyes. The emaciated boy barely had strength left to whisper the name of the church that had denounced him. Mount Zion Lighthouse. (laughs) A month later, he died. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think acid in the throat, uh, you don't tend to live. Yeah. Uh, There's a a non-profit group that's uh, apparently this is the big... uh, phenomenon that's going on in africa right now as evangelical christianity spreads throughout africa and specifically nigeria there's a guy named um what's his name here something gary foxcroft who uh has a non-profit called stepping stones nigeria <laughs> we should ask if he wants to sponsor the show now no, that the reach around guys say, are yeah out. i was about to say it's like he says it is an outrage what they are allowing to take place in the name of christianity um, it, this is an outrage. What about all yeah. the atrocities in the name of Christianity years past? Right, Inquisition. How about crusades? just say it's an outrage? How about this that? is an outrage. It's an outrage. He says that fifteen thousand children in Nigeria have been accused of being a witch. A thousand have been murdered in the past month alone. And this is a new article. Three Nigerian children have been accused of witchcraft. Sorry, three Nigerian children accused of witchcraft were killed, and another three were set on fire. Jesus. And so, I assume they must have lived. So, Wackley, please define this for me. When they accuse the kid of witchcraft, it, right. are they accusing the kid of being possessed, as if, like, this, this kid's possessed by a devil or a demon? Or are they accusing the kid of, like, you know, with a, having a cauldron and making spells and, like, bringing <laughs> evil to the, the village? I think they're accusing him of, like, being that woman from Bewitched, <laughs> the TV show, you know, <laughs> so living in the suburbs and... <laughs> And just pissing off her husband who's coming home from his insurance job every day. this really uptight asshole of a husband. No, they actually talk about this. It typically is started when there's a a relative dies. And Nigeria is like... This is your fault. It's like the Middle Ages. They they don't know why stuff happens. They don't, like, believe in AIDS or germs. (laughs) Yeah. So they got the... And they had to blame something. So they like you know say hey that shitty kid who we all hate anyways and is like really poorly behaved they call him a witch, and they mention I didn't underline it but I'm just going from memory somewhere in this article it's really long, uh, they mention that oftentimes the fa- these families are so poor that sometimes they're just happy to get rid of that mouth. <laughs> 
so it's to a, feed. It's a way of uh, exerb, like aborting your kid, right? But they, you know, they're 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 deeply Christian, so they obviously don't believe in birth control, don't believe in abortion. But if your kid turns out to be a witch, <laughs> you can murder that fucker. I guess it's better. I mean, it's it's easier on the body than throwing yourself down a staircase. Yeah, you know. Um. So. Uh, this reporter goes on to because this is such a widespread problem. This reporter goes on to go to this like special shelter that they've set up for kids who have been uh, accused of witchery <laughs> and lived. And dude, I would be the most evil bastard child uh, that village had ever seen. Well, I would become an actual satanic, per- you know, child and just I would I'd, terrorize. I'd be like fucking screaming Jay Hawkins. I'd yeah. have like you know, like I'll put bones, a spell on you, bones hanging off my ears, a big like skull staff. Right. Yeah, it'd be evil. At first glance, there's nothing unusual about the laughing, grubby kids playing hopscotch or reading from a tattered Dick and Jane book by the graffiti-scrawled cinder block house. But this is where children like Abigail end up after being labeled as witches by churches and abandoned or tortured by their families. I just want to to point out how much different life is for uh, children in Nigeria than it is here. We don't play hopscotch anymore and read tattered Dickens books. (laughs) Dick and Jane. (laughs) Oh, Dick and Jane. Yeah. There's a scar above Jane's shy smile. Her mother tried to saw off the top of her skull after a pastor denounced her and repeated exorcisms costing a total of $60. Didn't cure her of witchcraft. God damn. Talk about being permanently disfigured. Yeah. Mary, who's 15, is just beginning to think about how boys and how they will look at her, the scar tissue on her face caused when her mother doused her in caustic soda. <laughs> so that's like acid, not, you know, Sprite. <laughs> yeah, but she's probably going to be raped and murdered by some Congo rebel during yeah, the coup yeah. anyway. So yeah. I wouldn't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. You'll still be raped like all the other girls. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, you'll still get to have sex. Israel, which is the guy's name, not the, uh, you know... I was about country. to say, you're going to say the Jews are doing this, aren't you? <laughs> no, it's the Jews. Israel's cousin tried to bury him alive. Nwake was, father drove a nail through her head, and sweet-tempered Jerry, all knees, elbows, and toothy grin, was beaten by his pastor, starved, made to eat cement, and then set on fire by his father as his pastor's wife cheered it on. Jesus, dude. That's insane. Um, this home started with about seven children in 2003 and now has 120 to 200 at, every, at any given time. Helen Ukpabio is one of the few evangelist, evangelists sorry, publicly linked to the denunciation of child witches. And she leads the enormous Liberty Gospel Church in Calabar, which is in Nigeria. What an evil, spiteful woman. She says, witchcraft is real. Ukpabios insisted before denouncing the physical abuse of children. She says she doesn't know anything about any children being abused. However, she then acknowledged that she had seen a pastor from the apostolic church break a girl's jaw during an exorcism. <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, that's hideous. It's hideous. That's Africa for you. Wop, 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 wop. <laughs> Once again, I was about to comment though. It's like this is the same country where People felt like a way to prevent AIDS was to go kill an albino and rub their flesh on your penis. Right. After you have sex. Yeah. So We're always sending like uh, flour and condoms and medicine over there. We should really just drop a bunch of like, you know, sixth grade science books. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, but then they don't know how to read. 
Yeah, that, okay, you got to drop the Dick and Jane books first, and then the Dick science and books, books, and then maybe the like books. the last page of the of the science book will say, you know, if you can pass the quiz at the UN building, we'll give you a bagel or something to eat. So anyway, though, scoring a, a story like this, yeah, you hear about um, violence towards children like that, it's disgusting. It's, it's, it's truly... It's inhuman. Deeply disturbing. It's demoralizing when you hear it's that. It's like five-level disturbing. Yeah, but the fact that it happened in Nigeria... Much like China eating babies, you're like, well, whatever, dude. They get a handicap. In Nigeria, yeah, they get a handicap. If that was happening in Mobile, Alabama, I would say, wow, okay, that's pretty insane, you know? If that was happening right. in the Bible Belt in this country or if it was happening in Wales, uh-huh. yeah, I would say, okay, that's a five-star. I'm going to have to give it four. Really? Handicap. I mean, I knew they were drafting children into into battle, into the armies, and making them slit, Dude, the, slit the throats of their enemies. But I didn't know they were making them eat cement and trying to saw the tops of their heads off. All right, I'm going up to 4.5. All right, my work is done here. I'm going to go 4.9. 4.9. Because these children. <laughs> Think of the children. Think of the children. <laughs> I'm still um, up for nuking it, though. They're lucky Sally Struthers didn't eat them. All right, uh, the listener submission here for episode 197 came from a guy named Rich. He writes... Hello, Dean Lance. Just to let you know I love the show. Only just started listening. Great to hear you. Shout out one of my other favorite podcasts, Midlife Gamer. You already know Rich is a winner. <laughs> Guy gets laid probably more than I do. <laughs> just his way of saying... He accomplishes his drunken <laughs> masturbatory when endeavors. The, put it this way. When Rich is on the toilet, he reaches climax. Business is completed. <laughs> Business, yeah. My work is done here. I'm going to go to bed. He converts. Uh, just as a way of saying thanks, here's a little sick and wrong story from Wales. If you don't know where that is, it's the carbuncle-shaped bit on the west of the UK. Hey, Rich. We have a globe, all right? Yeah. We know where fucking Wales is. That that description would help if I knew what a carbuncle looked like, <laughs> which I don't. <laughs> so I'm just going to use the globe. Enjoy. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. It's actually a pretty good story. A Welsh rugby fan cuts off his own nuts, cuts off his own testicles. I'm not making this up. His this bollocks? This is hyperbole. His bollocks chopped off. Chopping, Why? Chop, chop, chop. Why did he do that? A Welsh rugby fan cut off his own testicles after his team beat the English team. Oh, now I understand. So it's a celebratory <laughs> gesture. Which <laughs> makes I don't perfect quite, sense. I, I just don't understand it. The man was rushed to the hospital after the incident in uh, South Wales. Actually, Carfilly, South Wales. A uh, spokeswoman said... We received a call from ambulance service at 9 p.m. to inform us of a situation at the Lee Social Club in which a man had indeed severed his own testicles. Uh-huh. It's they quite a club. They're yeah. really rest- restrictive with their admission policy. Well, think about what happened at the uh, clubs that my brother had worked at. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's worse than severing the testicles, but filling them up with saline is pretty nasty, too. Right, but that's a reversible procedure. Yeah, I guess you're not permanently cutting or castrating yourself. So it was reported that the man told his friends, quote-unquote, if Wales wins, I'll cut my own balls off. And uh, what I don't understand is, if Wales wins, I'll cut my balls off. You'd think, if Wales loses, I'll cut my, cut my balls off, right. I'll be depressed. Yeah. I, I don't understand how this is a celebratory gesture. What is going Is this? Can our Welsh listeners inform us what is going on with this guy? You know what I think part of the reason is? The guy obviously was wasted uh-huh. and, and, and inbred. He's from and probably even when he's sober, he's not too bright. 
on like some kind of medication, but mental. But okay, a little so, bit, a bit of an attention whore. But think about it though. It's like okay, you got this drunk mental guy, the special ed kid from your primary school or whatever high school that you've ripped on, and uh, almost want to thank him for how many good times you've had laughing at him. Right. But you got this guy comes in, is just like, I'm gonna cut my balls off of whales wins, and you're you're drunk too. Wouldn't you be like, I dare you? In fact, I double dog dare you. I would be like. Yeah, how about you brush your teeth if Wales wins? How about you how about you get a job? <laughs> how about you move out of your mom's place? That would be truly amazing. I, what I'm saying is never trust your friends when you're drunk. No, they'll always encourage you to do the stupidest thing possible. Yeah, no, I mean, they they will encourage you to, like, streak a restaurant. You know, they're the guys that will put their balls on your forehead when you pass out. Right. I don't think I would want... And this is the where this is the real deal. I don't think I would want my friend to cut his balls off, and if he did it, I'd be pissed at him and horrified. But I would still keep encouraging him to do it if he said he was going to do it. Well, I think a lot, I think his friends were, you know, kind of uh, they doubted that he would actually go through with it. Are we even sure he has any friends? <laughs> well, I after, find that suspicious. After the eleven to nine victory in the Six Nations clash, the man reported is reported to have gone outside, severed his testicles. And then brought them back in the club to show his fellow drinkers. Do you think when it was 10-9, he was getting nervous and being like, score another goal, you <laughs> motherfucker. Come on, I want to cut these nuts off. What do you think the reaction was when your friend walks in with some bloody balls in his hand? I, I, I think I'm going back to my previous characterization. I don't think this dude has any friends. I think he's the guy that everybody at the bar wishes would just not be there. And- okay, What's your reaction? Because this is the guy that would talk to you at the bar. I'd be like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? Get him away from me. There's ball milk on me now. Just bloody balls in his hands. It's a horrible mental image. A local is reported as saying that the man was on medication and should not have been drinking. <laughs> I don't know. You know what this spells to me? Cutting off your balls if your team wins. That's dedication. Do you think the English fans have this much dedication? No, and, to their uh, sports. You know, somebody. What, what is the next person going to do to top that? I know. I I don't think an English fan would cut off his nuts if like Man United won. I don't know any team names. I'm not going to make a fool of myself like that. No, but but I'm saying it's like I I just don't think the English guys have the bollocks. Okay, they have the bollocks. They don't they're not willing to up, not have the bollocks. Not, yeah, they're not willing to not have the bollocks like the Welsh. Is this guy going to get a free, you know, lifetime seasons pass to the games or what? I think he's just going to get a set of nudicles. They should <laughs> <laughs> his team, the Welsh, whatever the fucks they are, they should get a new mascot, which is a guy dressed up as some like severed testicles that runs around the field. <laughs> hey, a- everybody. Root for the team. Just a disembodied scrotum with Score like googly eyes. Yeah, I make a like... basket. <laughs> Whatever you do in soccer, faggots. <laughs> so on the sick and wrong star scale, Squirty guy cut off his nuts. If this guy just cut off his nuts and passed out, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, that's disgusting. You know, I'm going to give this four stars. But he cut off his nuts, and then the drunken lout walked back into the into the bar, into the pub, and was like, check out my nuts I just cut off. Uh huh. I'm going to give it 4.75. I'm Billy Bullocks, and I think it's great. I'm going to give it a five. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Bullocks, a new rugby uh, mascot. Good job, team. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that. People, go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode 197. Whacker, we are nearing the end of the show. we got a bunch of phone calls to get through, some emails. Right now, quick word from our sponsor, AdMeet.com. 
subscribe to the Sick and Wrong podcast and visit our sponsor adamandeve.com. If you use the promotional code DIDDLE you get 50% off your purchase. So there you go. Buy yourself a cock ring because it's cock ring month at the cock ring warehouse, uh, commonly known as adamandeve.com. 50% off your purchase and uh, free shipping and three free adult DVDs. Uh-huh. Even though if you're too drunk to operate the DVD player, you probably can still pleasure yourself to the cover of the DVD. Right. Yeah, it works. So Which you, you can't do with the internet. No, you can't. If you can't turn your computer on, you're, fucked. you're screwed, buddy. Um, so just, there you go. Just use the word diddle, D-I-D-D-L-E, when you check out. And uh, yeah, get 50% off and reap the benefits at adamandeve.com. So wackily, we got a number of phone calls to Sick and Wrong Hotline. People, call Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. You can also email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. So uh, let's play call number one. Hi, this is Mike. I work for the medical examiner in Jefferson County, New York. I just got into the show, and I thought I had a story you might like. Um, A couple weeks ago, we get called out in the middle of the night. I had to go over to this guy's house who had blown his fucking head off, all right? And normally, cops are always making jokes and everything like that, and they tell you all the little details that you want to know because I'm nosy, and I always want to know why the person shot himself, all right? And this time, they're being real. I love how the cops are sitting there just eating donuts, having a jovial old time. Guy's got half his head blown off. Oh, they see it every day. And then this dude's like, why did he do it? What happened? What did he do? What's this guy's story? What happened here? I guess I'd want to know, too. Yeah. Is that what the medical examiner does? Is that what he's like? the cops what's going on. No, but he's just got... This <laughs> guy's more involved in that. No, but this guy's the coroner, right? He goes, picks up the corpse, brings him down, does the autopsy, goes through, and is like, okay, no foul play here. I think that's true from all the cop show I haven't watched. I mean, the detective investigate the crime scene and the medical examiner just investigates the body does he have a gun i don't think so so I mean, he might have a personal gun but i don't think he has a gun that he's issued so okay so he doesn't have a badge he couldn't arrest somebody he has a bone saw <laughs> <laughs> saw up in the chest right all right uh typically in the shows that i watch the medical examiner is a hot red-headed chick or maybe that's just homicide life on the streets i'm just willing to wager here that this guy is not a hot redheaded chick. Well, you, yeah, he's a guy. <laughs> Maybe at night. Real hush hush about everything. Couldn't figure out why. Next day in the newspaper, I had to wait to find out. And this guy had gotten busted for thousands of copies of uh, child pornography on his computer, like a whole bunch of illegal downloads. All right, and I guess he got busted for it. They took him to court sent him home for the day and he just gave up and took out an old antique like powder rifle like one that you have to pack yourself <laughs> like a musket sh- yeah is, it, is that like grandpa's, a muzzle loader is that like grandpa's musket with like balls of lead in there yeah if your grandpa was in the civil war <laughs> <laughs> and he shot himself in the face with it I am by the face I mean like he put it underneath his chin and pulled the trigger now this thing is very old all right, so it didn't quite do the job like he was... Plus, it's probably like 18 feet long. <laughs> you gotta like have a stick to poke the you trigger. Think he did it with his big toe? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, like uh, press the trigger with the toe? Yeah. He was hoping. And instead, it just kind of blew the bottom half of his jaw off 
and took him God knows how long to lay there and bleed to death. So the guy was conscious and alive the whole time he was dying, and I'm sure agonizing pain. And I just thought it was pretty neat because blood splattered everywhere. He was spraying out arterial shit. <laughs> I would masturbate to my child porn one last time as I was dying. <laughs> If I could log in my computer, did, though. you know, I know you have problems logging into your computer, so. Yeah, no, I mean, if, I, if I'm that drunk, I think it would have been difficult. <laughs> that was it. it. It ended, I think his phone cut off or something. His phone cut off? Okay. Yeah, it ended a little abruptly. So one thing I was going to say is, first of all, I can't wait to see those pictures on the tubes, because I think those are going to surface somewhere. Really? Do, do, do cops really suppress those pictures? Yeah, I think it's kind of, it's a big no-no to get let that stuff get out, and the only time it does is when somebody fucks up. Or there's a leak, or someone pays for it, or something like that. Like, I I, I don't know. I, I think some guys can release their medical examiner photos. Uh-huh. You know, there's a guy that's a forensic photographer in Detroit. I've been trying to get on the show for a while. He's a friend of a friend. Right. Busy schedule, and like then for a while he was like, oh, I can't speak about stuff like this. Right. But then I heard he's publishing a book. So maybe <laughs> if, if there's a... I think there's a certain number of years you can have for a crime to be, okay, well, now you can do whatever you want with these pictures. Or he didn't want to talk to us because he could lose his job, and we're actually obviously not going to pay him or anything, but now he's no. going to cash in on a we're book, gonna and, he's gonna say, and he's going to say, fuck the job, because I'm going to make so much money off this book, I don't give a fuck. Probably. I, I bet you that's probably the sentiment. But the second point I want to make about this call, do you think the, uh, the, the blowing off half your jaw, your lower mandible... And then bleeding out for six agonizing hours is worse than the perpetual rectal tearing you're going to get in prison for being no. a uh, pederast? No, it's not worse. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you are a, you know, a pedo and you get caught with you know, thousands of gigs of child porn on your computer, would you even try to go to court and fight it? No. I would either snuff it or flee the country. Probably Thailand. the latter. Thailand. Yeah, I would just get out of here. I'd go to Nepal or something. I'd take my paltry savings and live like a king in Thailand. Yeah, that's probably you know, what I would do. On like $1.20 a day. Well, you know me. I'm a chameleon. I can blend in with the locals. No one have any idea. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm so mm. nondescript. Mm. <laughs> Dude, Good luck with that. Everyone would look at you and they'd be like, now there's a nonce. I mean, like, you got glass. Right, but I'd be blending in with all the other nonces in Thailand. <laughs> That's my point. No, but my As point... far as nonces go, I'm pretty unextraordinary, wouldn't you have to say? <laughs> yeah, you're not wearing a You've lot. got the tattoos. I mean, those are clearly distinguishing. Not distinguished, but distinguishing. Hey, especially you know. in foreign countries. They, yeah. They look at you and they're like, okay, that guy's a sexual predator. Look at those scary tattoos. Right, I mean, like, you, they're going to be like... I'm pretty sure Vincent Gallo's not in Thailand, so that must be D. Simon. Get him. But no, my point is, you don't want to get caught with, uh, you know, gigs of porn, child porn on your computer. So that's why I can understand no, I why this guy. Off- <laughs> I don't. That's why I can understand the way the guy, the why the guy offed himself. But the method of offing himself, I think, is a bit disquieting. Right. I mean, he he had to use the gun that he inherited from Grandpa. I mean, yeah. he couldn't go out and buy something decent. I, yeah, I don't even understand. I mean, what, what was he thinking? That he was going to get that one perfect shot right through the brainstem, he's going to die instantly? Right. I'm surprised he doesn't use, like, a fucking cannon or something. 
Seriously, he should have bashed in his own head with like a meat cleaver or something. You know, I just, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, uh, there you go. You know, it's kind of nice to have a medical examiner. Yeah. Uh, listen to the Sounds show. Sounds like a crap job. You get woken up in the middle of the night. What if you're really drunk? Think of the stories. I mean, I time my drinking at night to be like, all right, when I have to get up at 8 a.m., I'll be pretty sober and make it into work. I don't want some surprise call at 3 a.m. where I'm still smashed. Yeah, but uh, think of the stories, though. You could never be a doctor. No, I couldn't. I mean, I hate hospitals. Yeah, because you imagine it's just like, call Dr. Wackerly to open heart surgery, and you're just like, open what surgery? <laughs> <laughs> open another beer surgery? Got it. <laughs> This scalpel isn't opening red up. Alert, or whatever the fuck they call it. Code this, red. This scalpel isn't opening up my MGD. <laughs> yeah, I would never let you operate on me. What's call number two? Hey, I don't know what the fuck happened. Trucker Paul. Goddamn message is short. So I'm calling back. This Trucker Paul. It's been too long. Sexual uh, uh, accidents resulting in injuries. Uh... Other than your typical rug burn or banging the head on the, on the headboard or... I hope he's not getting his head banged on the headboard because that would imply funny stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like you mean the weight? How would he sustain that injury? I suppose you could go in for a thrust and miss and sort of slip and, and take a header. And fall over or something. But at that point, I'm sort of making up elaborate excuses for why Trucker Paul would be banging his head into the headboard. <laughs> Am I not? I'm thinking she is probably He might be talking about injuries, injuries that he's has observed or inflicted and received. Well, think about this, though. You're, you're fucking that lot lizard in a confined space. He's probably smacking his head on the uh, roof of the cab. <laughs> okay, I don't see it, but maybe you can explain it to me later. The right. exact position. <laughs> I'll draw. I'll draw it out for you. Or slipping and falling off the bed, or whatever. I've never had anything like breaking my dick. I guess. I guess I know how to fuck, but I have. Uh... Trucker Paul. We've been talking about making a Trucker Paul T-shirt. Trucker Paul. I know how I know to how fuck. To, I guess I know how to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no injuries. Injury free since 2001. I just got like Trucker Paul. I guess I know how to fuck. <laughs> I like that. I guess. Masturbated three or four times in one session and rubbed my freaking cock raw, which is a real pain in the ass. You know, you uh, all day you got that uncomfortable, itchy feeling. Yeah, swelling uh, and burning. But you guys are also talking about the old lot lizards. And I'll tell you, this is what I do. You shut the curtains around the windows, then they think you're sleeping so they won't bother you. There's a curtain that goes back by the bed that you can shut. You know what's interesting about this? This is These, these gestures are very similar to the Larry Craig gestures in the restrooms. But the opposite. I mean, he's talking about how he's trying to keep the lot lizards away. I know, but it's interesting that there's these codes and gestures that go on. Right. That, we, that you know, previous to this call, we weren't privy to. I think if you put your toe outside of the door, I mean, there'll be like five lot lizards just <laughs> hanging on it within, within five hold, minutes. What if you just hold your dick out? You're like, ring the doorbell. <laughs> and the lot lizards run up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Or more importantly, if like your wallet is sort of sticking out the, the <laughs> underside the of the door, yeah, yeah, even more so. And uh, if you shut the curtains 
not that one, then it looks like, you know, you're open for business. So I always close the one around the, the windows. I've heard about the, um, the little cum rag on the steps. Never done that. But lot lizards can't read. So they put up the, the sticker. I love the blanket statement. <laughs> lot lizards are illiterate. All of them. Yeah, there's know, no there's no hooker with a heart of gold in the world of lot lizards or girl who, who's trying to make her way through college or has fallen on hard times. They're all illiterate tards. You know, I almost started this nonprofit a few years ago, bringing literacy to lot lizards. Mm-hmm. Lot lizards literacy organization. <laughs> but then uh, the L L L O the L L L O yeah and the lot lizard it's. I like to write short There's stories on my dick <laughs> as they make it get harder the story progresses. As you get shows a sexy looking um, lizard looking chick and then you know the typical circle with the line through it. So uh, that's for your non-reading uh, down south people. Which brings me to another story. I just pulled out of uh, Birmingham, Alabama. What a dump. Sugar Paul gets around. And uh, I was at the pilot truck stop. I'm waiting in line, and there's this guy ahead of me, early 20s, black guy. And he asked for an application. And the lady goes, yeah, I'll get you an application in a second. And he goes, okay. Remember, I can't read. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> what an illiterate bastard. I'm guessing that's a typical thing because she just looked at him and goes, yeah, I know. So. <laughs> what is he going to do Audio with the president if he can't read or write? Yeah. Are there, like, boxes to fill in next to pictogram? Is there yeah. a special resume for the illiterate truck stop potential employee? I-, I picture, does he have a bunch of, like, shapes, blocks that he can just kind of push, like stamps right. or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like, How, how do or, you hire you know, an there's illiterate? a bunch of shapes down one side that are red and a bunch of shapes on the other side that are blue, and you connect them with a line, the same shape. What was and the then pos- you make a big X at the bottom where your name's <laughs> supposed to be. What was the position he was going for? Accountant? Probably. <laughs> Human resources. They never can read. Safety consultant. <laughs> Safety consultant. Probably cashier, but then he probably can't count either, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know why you'd even give that guy a resume. Uh, I think he mops up the jizz in the bathrooms, probably. <laughs> you know what I think the thing is? If you can speak, if you can actually pronounce an English word in Alabama, right. you're, 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 in you're the eligible top 50. for a you're job. You're above yeah. the median. And I know. If you can actually speak beyond syllables... You know, I, th- I think you're you're up there. So, thank you, Trucker Paul, for calling. It's been a long time. We've been wondering what's going on with you. All right, so last call here for episode one ninety seven. Call number three. Gentlemen, Brad the Impaler. Brad the Impaler. Damn it! I thought I actually had a story for the show, but fucking no. Back in my day, when children got whisked away in homemade dirigibles, they would actually be on the fucking. Um, since a lot of our listeners are sort of retarded, dirigible means balloon. So he's talking about balloon boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of gathered that, but I didn't even think about well, that. Yeah, you're not the listener; you're the co-host. A fucking dirigible. That kid went from having an awesome college story to tell bitches to having a shitty story about how he hid in a cardboard box like a teeny tiny hobo while housewives across the country would fucking ape shit. He's got a point. I work in this cubicle farm in Colorado, and I was surrounded by these fat gibbering bitches. There's this one. That's a funny image. Wait, what do you say? Fat what bitches? He works in a cubicle farm, so he's at his computer doing, you know, the the stats or the accounts or whatever. or whatever. And all these women's... I've worked in a cubicle farm. I I work in a cubicle farm now. 
But you don't. I mean, you convert porn to digital format. You don't have a bunch of mi- fat, you know, middle-aged fat housewives. No, I don't. I have worked there, and they're all that you know. You just hear them chattering about this story because they're all sort of you know reading Yahoo it's kind News of a murmur all day instead that of working. Continues throughout the day. But with this level of story, it rises above the murmur. Yeah, to the, you know. You to know, the point concerned. where they're emotional about it and they're concerned, yeah. Because right. it could be their child. Fucking obnoxious is what it is. There's this one chick who has this nothing but pink decorations in her cubicle. She weighs a good 300 pounds and has this upturned little stubby nose. And every morning I walk by her and think to myself, good morning, Miss Piggy. Uh, a bunch of fucking uh, cubicle muses were gathered around this computer next to me, watching that balloon drifting through uh, Colorado. And uh, Miss Piggy couldn't stop yelling about how the helium is going to catch fire at any second and explode. Then she starts fucking blathering about how the kid is trapped inside the balloon with nothing to breathe but helium. How long can you breathe only helium? She was fucking screaming to everybody around us. And, uh, She's a scientific genius. And uh, then all the ladies around her started getting freaked out, waiting for the balloon to explode. I worked with a bunch of geniuses. I'm surprised she can even use the keyboard with those fucking little hooves. Um, now, guys, don't get me wrong, I didn't want the kid to get hurt. But it could have been a sick and wrong story if a bunch of newscopters filmed a six-year-old fall 7,500 feet to the Colorado Prairie. It's true. Oh, sweet Jesus. Keep it sick, gentlemen. <laughs> Dude, she's a veritable mythbuster. Yeah. No, but you know... People wonder why, you know, there's, there's like this huge group of Americans and I guess people around the world who still believe in creationism and that sort of thing. Bovine America. Right. Seriously. I mean, they'll accept anything. So helium isn't flammable. That's why they use it. You know, the, 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 that's why they use it in hot air balloons. The, that's what the uh, what you what do you call it taught us, right? No, the Hindenburg. Yeah, they exactly. did use to use hydrogen, which is flammable, and now they don't because you know there was a conflagration, and you can breathe helium for zero seconds. <laughs> you're, you're basically immediately going to die as long as you can hold your breath. The oxygen that you yeah, have it makes your voice funny. Right, that's pretty dangerous, actually. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> same any, thing with doing nitrous. Yeah, I was about to say, is it any worse than a whippet? It's the same. Uh, they're both really dangerous. Holocaust can, in the brain. You can definitely suffocate doing that, although I've never known anybody to. So it's funny that uh, Bradley Impaler over there was saying, you know, I didn't really want that kid to die. Yeah, Quite on the contrary. <laughs> I, when I was watching that footage, which I was following it closely because I was rather amused, I was just like, God, I can't wait for that kid to fall and just get impaled, like split apart. Uh-huh. On like, a longhorn you know, steer or a fence post. A fence post, yeah. longhorn steer, horn, something like that. Now, what yeah. if you were to just to fall into a giant soft bale of hay? <laughs> I would have thrown my mouse at the, at the computer, cursed, <laughs> stormed out of the room. But you, you know what's Why hast thou forsaken me, God? <laughs> I wanted first, to see gore. First you cut my penis off, and now you don't kill the child. This covenant jelly bean is worthless to me. <laughs> it's over. It's done here. <laughs> Take your jelly bean back, for God's sake. But no, you know what's funny about that kid? Do you notice his dad? Because he had to do a series of interviews trying mm. to to deny the fact that this was a hoax. But do you notice his dad looked a lot like Crispin Glover? No, I haven't watched. I only read the quotes. You didn't see the kid puke on the Today or was it Today Show? I read about him puking. I didn't need to watch oh, it. I, I actually think this story now is, is actually better. I mean, this whole thing—the hoax came out. The hoax being found out, and the parent, the family's getting prosecuted, and they're just gonna get raked over the coals in the media. I think it's awesome. What, what was and he's it? a megalomaniac. He really wanted to be famous for nothing, like John and Kate plus eight, or the the Duggars, or uh, Octo Mom. Really, this really guy's think, in the same mold. 
So do you really think, let's say his kid did go up there or whatever, and they ended up saving the kid, he would have been like a very successful reality show star? Do you think they would have given, been like, oh, okay, you're an I mean, I have professor. no idea. That, that was never in the cards. No, it's never going to happen. It's obviously... This, was, this is what they planned. They just didn't pull it off. No, they couldn't. And, and wouldn't she just... So the kid went on several interviews and said, we did it for the show and appeared very nervous. And like, wouldn't you just beat it into the kid that like, don't say we did this for the fucking show. You know, he probably, say, this he, is my big fucking chance. He probably did. No, I don't think and so. And now the kid fucked up. Do you think he hates that kid? Do you think he looks at him and he's like, there's the kid that cost me my millions. He doesn't seem like uh, the type of guy to abuse his kids or to hate his kids. I think he hates himself, which is better to me. He's just he's like for the rest of his life he's gonna feel he he leading up to this point he's thought he was so awesome that he was gonna make it and be this big famous dude. And now for the rest of his life he's gonna have to just think about how much of a fucking loser he's it is. He's gonna have to live with the infamy, right? And plus the fact that he failed. Even the mouth breathing Miss Piggies of the of America, who are the majority of Americans. <laughs> He couldn't even fool them into thinking that he was great. No, and it's, which means he's below them. No, he's 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 awful. He's not. He, he's person. earned their contempt, which <laughs> is did. really hard to do. No, seriously, like the the bovine office workers hate this man. He's below them. Yeah, no, he's below this man. I mean, does he even have a they job spit anymore? On him. Does he even have a job anymore? He didn't really have a job to begin. He was like a has a shitty co- roofing business that isn't doing well because of the economy. And now he's going to be facing charges. He and his wife. He could get up to five or six years. Yeah, and uh, you know, I hope he does. I hope he does. The wife, I think, you know, uh, she's probably been led along by you know on her leash. Well, you know, he was in like some wife swapping reality show twice prior to this twice. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, this was a venture to be in reality TV. And uh, he failed miserably, and to the amusement of us. But no, I was rooting for the the balloon, the kid to be in the balloon the whole time. Right. You were rooting for the balloon to be destroyed. Well, they were saying, like, the helicopters are going to shoot it down. I'm like, oh, please shoot it down. Please shoot it down. And I, I was disappointed, so immediately I hated the guy when I found out it was a hoax. Uh-huh. I did like the fact, though, when the kid puked on TV. Yeah. It, it was great. So uh, th- thank you, Bradley and Paler, for calling and uh, venting. People can call the Signal Arm Hotline at 206-666-3846. Uh, we got a couple emails here to Signal Arm Podcast at Hotmail.com. Uh, one comes from Sick Herman. He's right, he writes, hey, guys, long-time listener. I haven't listened in a while. I just listened to one of the Elder shows, 160, 161, when I heard D say something about posting the term a wackerly on UrbanDictionary.com. Well, didn't find that, but I did find something similar. A whacker man. A whacker man is an unattractive bald man who touches himself inappropriately in public. Does mm-hmm. that sound familiar? Love the show. Keep up the great work. Cheers. Sick Herman. Mm. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't surprise me that there's a whacker man. I mean, it just sounds like a guy that whacks off. I'm not bald. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I mean, people... It's clearly not me. You've seen Wackerly's picture. That's Wackerly in probably about five years. It's not Wackerly now. <laughs> I'm balding. <laughs> But I'm not bald. And I mean, you don't masturbate in public all that often. Not enough to be in the dictionary. No. Not to be a whacker man. <laughs> I'm a dilettante. <laughs> we got another email here from Jeremy. He writes, hey, sick and wrong fuckers. My name's Jeremy from East Tennessee. I don't know your other Tennessee listener, soccer mom or soccer girl or whatever her name is. And although I know where the moonshine comes from, I'm not brave enough to go trying to get you a bottle. Well, you, sir, are a coward. Yeah, what a fallopian tube. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> 
mean, soccer mom goes out and braves the wilderness to go talk to some, like, toothless hillbilly and get us, like, some of his sweet moonshine nectar. I thought that was her dad. (laughs) (laughs) In lieu of that, I have a lot lizard story for you. Oh, good. That's all right. He said it comes from a co-worker whose dad was a trucker. He said he once saw a lot lizard step out of a car wearing a skirt. A truck. Or step out of a truck, I mean. He once saw a lot lizard step out of a truck, the cab of a truck. She was wearing a short skirt. She squatted over a mud puddle, splashing water on her pussy. (laughs) Water and mud. (laughs) And mud. And then she walked right into the next cab of the next truck. She was Uh, obviously trying to freshen up for her next romantic encounter. That's fresh. Knowing you guys in the Cigarone Podcast, I'm sure you, like me, will find that totally hot. I'm going to masturbate now. Stay sick, stay wrong, Jeremy. You know, I think that's called... You'd be right. (laughs) I do find it kind of hot. You know, I think that's called a lot lizard douche. Yeah. Isn't it? Perfume of lot lizard. Just like mud. some mud and water. <laughs> Truck stop mud puddle. Dude, pigeons do it all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, finally, here we got an email from Cal. He writes, what's up, Dean Lance? I'm a soldier deployed in Iraq for the second time. That's Aren't all those guys being brought home? Well, he says he's days away from getting back to good old sick and wrong states. I just wanted to drop a line to say I'm re- I've recently discovered the sick and wrong show. Don't fucking go to Afghanistan, man. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Seriously, go AWOL. Yeah. I'm a newbie to the podcast scene, but Sigarong is fucking awesome. I've only been listening for about two weeks now, so I'm only at around Podcast 95, and I was dying listening to Bob Madigan. That's probably the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. His incoherent ass rambling on about nothing and not understanding a damn thing D was trying to say had me laughing my ass off. <laughs> D, how the hell did you maintain your composure with that comedy act scene next to you? Also, the video with Bob falling was epic. I just want to say I'm a fan. Let you guys know that the show is awesome. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Cal. Well, the video of Bob <laughs> Falling is at a you know World War II era military gun bunker. It's one of my favorite videos. It's painful to watch. Do we have that on the website? Mm, I don't know. He takes such a spill, though. I mean, he hits, <laughs> hits his head. And the thing is, I don't even think there are brain cells left to destroy. <laughs> well, there's two, and they ran to the other side of the room. But I think it's this <laughs> tiny, yeah. walnut-sized, shriveled brain just kind of smacking against the inside of his skull. We're Does violating nothing. my policy of not talking about Bob, because he takes it too seriously. Yeah, no, we, we, we bothered Bob, that's why. But you, you know what? You know, the he reason- does smack the shit out of his head, though. No, the reason I can deal with Bob is because I did a radio show with Bob for about yeah. five years, four years. You're so. an experienced Bob Madigan handler. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've been with Bob, you know, on a, on a show, hosted many shows with Bob, so I'm used to it. So it wasn't like, that wasn't a shock to me. But now he's better, right? He stopped drinking, so you now know, he's good. I've been trying to get him back on the show. And uh, it, it's funny, too. I mean, too, I think part of not drinking is not dealing with assholes like you and me. I think that's part of it, and I think he was still offended from the last debacle, part, partly. But did you read a lot of the uh, Bob Madigan, the comments in that Bob Madigan thread on the forum? A good number, but not all of them. Some people just strongly dislike Bob. They're like, you know, I know retards like that. Why would he even have him on the show? Yeah. And then other people are like, he's great. That guy's pure comedy. <laughs> If you've had to deal with somebody like that in a serious way, I can see how you wouldn't want to hear that kind of bullshit, but it is kind of amusing. I mean, there's a reason I don't come on the show when he's here. Yeah, no, you're annoyed with him, though. 
I like listening to it though, but I don't want to be here and, and deal with it because it's it's too much. To be honest, that was a very difficult show to do. <laughs> I mean, the dude fell off his chair like three times, and knocked nobody over heard the, the table. Nobody heard the aftermath of you like having to get him home somehow. Oh my god! And his wife screaming at me. No, he fell down the stairs. It was, it was a mess. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that show there, Cal. People, you can send an email to sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We always love to hear what you have to say. Uh, people, if you haven't already, check out the Sick and Wrong forum. It's link, you can link to it right off our main page, sickandwrongpodcast.com. We have like 3,500 people on that thing now. Uh-huh. A lot of people. Uh, really, you have to count active posts. Yeah, active but posts. But I mean, still, there's like quite a, a few hundred active yeah. posters. I think one of the biggest news on the forum this week, and people can go check it out for yourself, is that Kendra, Kendra has officially left the forum. She'll be back. She deleted her account. But she'll be back. It's funny just to read all these these tearjerker responses. Like, people were so shocked by this. And it's just like, okay, Kendra left the forum. Life goes on. You can live through this. You know, like, put on, you light up my life and just kind of sit there, cry for a little bit and have a move good on. Cry. Have a cathartic cry. Maybe have someone, you know, hold Let you. Let it out. Let it out. But I'm, I'm thinking Kendra will most be of, back. Most of our listeners don't have anybody to hold them. You realize that, right? So don't. that's just going to make them feel worse. Probably Nobody's there to animals. Them. Okay, yeah. Hold your stuffed animal. They probably have sex toys they got from AdamandEve.com. <laughs> a real doll. <laughs> Put your cock ring on. You know, like a blow-up sheep. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, Kendra's a busy girl. She's a shaker and a mover. She's like, you know, she's got a life to live. She has sex with a lot of guys. She's running marathons. True. She can't spend countless hours on a forum insulting each other. Yeah. You know, insulting everybody. So yeah, you know, I can, but she can. I think Kendra might be on a brief hiatus, or maybe she's left and move on to bigger and better things. But regardless, life goes on. Hug your blow up sheep and get over it. So go check out the Sigaron forum, uh, linked right off our main page. Also, thank you everybody out there for subscribing to iTunes. We have like 420 ratings, you know, five star ratings, 200 and some odd comments. Keep giving us some more comments. You are really helping out the show. And giving us increased visibility. We don't advertise, so this is the best way to get people to find out about uh, Sick and Wrong. Also, I think um, the main way to get people to find out about Sick and Wrong, best way to help out the show, is to buy one of our new, brand spanking new, Sick and Wrong t-shirts. Yes, I think this is the best t-shirt. Custom designed by D. Simon. I uh, had a hand in it. You did have a consulting hand. hand. No, Wackley guiding hand. Did. No, Wackley did have a hand in it. So I, I finally, finally have these uh, printed. Uh, we, we finally have these uh, new, newly printed T-shirts here. That are available. We've really raised the bar with these ones. Yeah, we've raised it. They're two sided, two colors. Yeah. So there's it's printing on the front and back, and there's two different colors of two printed. colors. And there's pentagrams, so it's evil. <laughs> it's an evil shirt. Like it is seriously, evil. you're gonna you're gonna wear that in church and get thrown out. Yes. But no, you know, Which the, everybody want, nobody wants to be in church to begin with. So. I got the shirts made by our uh, printer, Babylon Burning. If you live in the city, or you can even go to BabylonBurning.com, or I think it's BabylonT.com and order t-shirts from them. Great t-shirt company. Um, I, I went out, and uh, today I sent out 14 t-shirts that were on back order. So we're all up to date now? I was a little worried that people were going to start, like reporting us with a better business bureau with not fulfilling our end of bargain. I was just worried that they're going to come down here and like, I don't know, <laughs> belittle <you>. me. <laughs> like point at me. Ridicule me. Um, no, yeah, I was, I was actually, I felt kind of bad because a lot of people have been waiting for a few weeks. So people, I mailed them all today. You should be getting them soon. I even sent that empty autograph bottle of bacon vodka to sweet, sweet Susie. 
Yeah, we never did fill it with our own urine, did we? No, but uh, I think there's a little, bit of, our, be a little bit of our spittle. Yeah, I think it might be illegal to send urine across state lines. Yeah, it might be. So people, go to the Sick and Wrong uh, podcast website, sickandwrongpodcast.com. Click on store and buy yourself a t-shirt. We're going to have them for sale now. If you buy a shirt, send us a pic so we can start a swarm page on the website and Facebook. I'll put up some better pics of the tees in the next coming weeks, but we'll have some pics on there tonight. So go order yourself a brand new Sick and Wrong tee. We also have stickers coming next week as well. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. I want to uh, play the Jesus Lizard Monkey Trick in honor of one of the best live shows I think I've seen in a while. They're still good? Amazing. Okay. They're on tour right now. People, if they come to your city, you got to go check out the Jesus Lizard. It's like a religious experience. <laughs> it's a religious experience. So here it is, Jesus Lizard Monkey Trick ending episode 197. We're going to be back next week with 198. We are inching towards the 200 milestone episode of Sick and Wrong. Right. Who knows what we're going to do? I don't. I know. And I'm wondering myself. <laughs> Leaving everybody out there in suspense. It's like a cliffhanger. So people stay tuned next week. We'll be back with uh, 198. Till then, take it sleazy. Good night.
Fugazi.